So just so you know, I mean, still have to look at my notes, but anything could be oh a boy. real thing. Oh boy. Wait, that means my dreams are possible. <laughs> Everything's possible from here on out. <laughs> That's amazing. Wait, is our podcast like bringing dreams to life? I mean, it depends on what podcast I feel like. Well, I think this podcast. Sure. Yeah, I think we're bringing Why not? dreams to reality. Man, you know what? It'd be really cool because there's a bunch of shit out there. <laughs> there is a lot of shit out there, but there's also a lot of, like, not shit. Right. So whatever the opposite of shit would be. You know what we're going to do on this podcast? Uh-huh. Let's talk about not shit. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, 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 Let's yeah. do that. Yeah, we'll talk about all the stuff that isn't shit. Okay. The real True. world isn't real. It's all edited it's anyhow. All, it's all false. You're, we secretly live in the Matrix or like a like a VR. Do you think we do? I don't know. I, I don't really want to know. Like, honestly, if we live in the Matrix, I'm pretty happy as I am. You know, like I feel like life is on an upturn. So I'm I would like to live blissfully ignorant. Ooh, Homer Simpson <laughs> does. He's like super like doesn't give a hell what happens. Which I don't think anyone has ever said give a hell, but I did. <laughs> and like seriously, he doesn't care, and he's really happy. I mean, is he? Because he's also like an alcoholic, which I feel like isn't the sign of a happy person. Okay, <laughs> point taken. Point taken. Um, okay, never mind then. Yeah. <laughs> but ignorance kind of is bliss a lot of times because yeah. it's such a crazy world, you know. Totally. Well, it's kind of like the whole like escapism, like, you know, if you don't look at it, it's not there kind of an idea Yeah. where if you don't know that something exists, it can't hurt you. Mm, Maybe. Yeah. You know, it's tricky because like like how much of it is the putting the head in the sand. Yeah. And then and then you're in trouble because you weren't paying attention. Absolutely. And then how much of it is like, well, it's already fucked. So I'm also just like. Keep my head here in the sand. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it would be fun to be in the sand, though. No. Yeah. See, so, that seems... Um, like, you know, people talk about, like, having sex in the sand, and I've, like, never understood that because... Like, Can you know, we like, talk about that for a minute? Absolutely. Like, that is a terrible I don't idea. Get, well, like, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, the beach, so romantic. Like, even if you bring, like, a blankie or a tent or whatever the hell you're going to bring, like... Stuff's gonna like sand is like the the herpes of just like glitter is the herpes of like craft materials. Okay, sand is like the herpes of nature. It's just it gonna sure get is. everywhere. Yeah, it really does. You it's know? small rocks. Yeah, no, that's it's like literally, miniature rocks. It's literally ground up. It's like coffee grounds <laughs> just all over your body, which is great for exfoliating. Right. But if you're like, do- oh yeah, I do that. I do that. <laughs> I do like that yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. It like pushes on your. Maybe why I'm so young looking. There you go. Hello. Yeah. But no, seriously. Yeah, you were doing that. That makes sense. If you're like trying to hang out with a lady or right. a guy. Yeah. And you're like, let's have a fun time. Probably not the best the place The stones to do are that. going to your butt. Yeah. Well, and other places. And other. Whoa. Yeah. That's go right. To the hospital. Well, I mean, I don't know if you'd have to go to the hospital, but it sure would depends be uncomfortable. On, depends on where they go. I mean, that's true. <laughs> and here's the podcast. So I'm here with Koopakins. Hello. Real name Ari. That's right. Your That's, real name is Carlos. It is. I learned that today. Yeah, we, we both learned <laughs> each other's names. What happens on Twitter, like we were talking about at the bar, is that like you don't know the people really. No, you're like, hi, this is my friend. Oh, shit, what's their real name? The Twitter name person. Yeah, right, that's yeah. them. Yeah, and then you're you're like 
friends not from the internet are like, this is fucking weird. Right. <laughs> and that might be like the first time that's kind of happened. Totally. Right? Like, so when I was growing up, because I'm old, um, there was none of this kind of like secondary layer of reality. Right. Right? It was just like, oh, yeah, James is over there on the street corner and let's go right. hang out with him or whatever. As far as it would get, I feel like is like nicknames. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. But it's like everybody in the neighborhood would know that nickname. You know what I mean? Like right. it wasn't like, oh, this is my friend, you know, uh, Sailor Steve. Sailor Steve know. is what you went with? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I didn't have any nicknames Hashtag as a Sailor kid. Hashtag Sailor Steve. Right? Like, hey, there you go. By the way, this world's so crazy and there's so many people on on the planet. There's a hashtag Sailor Steve. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I believe it. So shout it. out to him. Shout out to Mr. Steve, the sailor man. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, what do you? What is your uh, your sailor life bringing you? Hopefully. It's true. We met through the Twitter, it's which true. is this kind of virtual world. Yeah. But I just love meeting people, and I was like, oh, you know Kinsey? Ish. Yeah. Like six Ish. degrees of separation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like friends um, with a friend of hers, and um, like we do cosplay stuff together because I do cosplay. You do cosplay. Let's talk about cosplay for a minute. So this podcast is about entertainment. Cosplay is entertainment. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of work, let me tell you. (laughs) It seems crazy. I've seen a bunch of reality shows. Oh, yeah. Right? And the ones that don't get too, like... Dramatic. Dramatic. Yeah. No, I know where you're going with it. I like a lot because I love seeing the process. And I do know a lot of cosplayers myself. So, like, what's the process for you? Do you feel like... um, like, is it, it's not easy, it sounds like, but also it's totally worth it because it's oh, your outlet. totally. Yeah, so the thing that I like about, because I also used to stream on Twitch, um, and the thing that really, like, drew me more to cosplay over the Twitch thing is, like, with Twitch, and we can talk about this more later um, if you would like to, but with Twitch, it's kind of like you don't really have anything physical that you can look at to be like i'm doing a good job you know what i mean Mm. but with cosplay it's like you have your photographs you have your outfits you have those things that you can look at and be like this is a thing that i did and um you kind of get that reward if that makes sense yeah um and so i really enjoy like making something and going to cons and like getting cool photos but also like meeting people who have the same Um, like fondness of whatever it is that I'm cosplaying as and like that's my favorite part is you make so many friends because you're like oh my god I love my hero academia or like I love overwatch like let's talk about how great it is or let's talk about our favorite ships and be really gross together like (laughs) (laughs) yeah no my hero academia by the way is on my list of what I'm supposed to start oh you have to my friend tells me like I have to. oh my god so. so I actually last night finished the third season and like I legit almost started crying like he was in the other room and i was like oh no is it uh so is it all on netflix um on hulu oh it's on hulu yeah and so the first two seasons they have the dub of but because the third season just came out they haven't done the dub of that yet okay um i will watch dub i know there's like a huge controversy in the anime world like you know like there are kind of like anime elitists who will only watch the sub right um I don't have time to be an elitist, <laughs> so if I'm going to be watching something while I'm working on something, it's going to be a dub because right, I can't read. Right, because you read. can't look at the screen. Yeah, I can't yeah, read while I'm, like, sewing. Yeah. Um, I have sewn through my finger before, and I don't want to do that again. Is yeah. there a scar? No, actually, like, it was on this finger, and it went through the nail. 
Um, but like it oh. pivoted in a way where it like totally missed my bone. Um, oh my so- goodness, I might throw up in my mouth. <laughs> Please don't. I mean, I guess in okay, your I mouth did. would be I fine. Did. I did, yeah. But yeah, it was pretty gnarly. Uh, now the joke is in my household that if you don't cry or bleed over a cosplay, then you really don't care about it. Right, you're not like really doing it right. That's just serious business there. <laughs> Um, but it brings me back to that idea of how much you love it. And I love that concept that you just said, which is true, is like this is the final product. Totally. So many things that, I mean, our shows, podcasts, streams, which I've done before, um, all that stuff is like the ether. Absolutely. And I feel like you do a new YouTube show, like this show will be out for like a week or something. Yeah. And then it's fucking gone. Right. People are like, oh, okay, cool. I, I didn't miss that. I missed that week. What's happening now? Right. But, like, with a picture for cosplay, yeah. that's, like, fucking there. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is, like, you you create one outfit. You can shoot that outfit in so many different environments. You can get a bunch of different unique appearances in that outfit. And then, like, with my Witch Mercy, for example, um, I've got on, over 250 hours in that outfit alone um, because I keep, like, I've only been sewing for a year. And I'm all self-taught. So everything that I do, I'm always improving upon. And, like, um, I actually recently learned how to create a proper corset, like, instead of a zipper back, a laced back. Ooh, yeah. Um, And so I ripped out the zipper for uh, Witch Mercy, and I added laces because then, like, when my size fluctuates... The, the corset still fits because oh that's interesting yeah because the um the issue that i have with zippers is when i'm like hardcore into con crunch um i have a really hard time with remembering to like eat food uh, <laughs> and oh, no. like um like not to the point where it's like unhealthy but to the point where like i definitely because i'm i'm absolutely a glutton like that would be my sin i love food i'm a oh. hardcore hufflepuff and sugar is my shit okay so, we like... <laughs> that's another topic for later on yeah but like food is pretty amazing so like when i'm hardcore into like cosplays or like con season or anything like i will likely like drop like five or ten pounds which it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's like an inch or so off of my waist. Yeah. And um, it makes it so that like the corset isn't going to fit properly. But then if you have the laces, you're solid. Yeah, yeah. You can like so. pick whatever you're feeling, whatever exactly. is happening. Exactly. You know what I mean? So so that is cool. Uh, I love that you love cosplay. I love uh, people who do it, again, like you said, to really connect with people. Absolutely. Like it's fun for you to, you know, be in this kind of different mindset, I would imagine. Yeah. And like you're a different character. Totally. Uh, but the other part is that you get to have people come up to you and be like, yeah, I do love also that thing. Right. Whatever and, that is. Yeah. And you can like bond over it. And also like just meeting other cosplay friends. And, um, you know, I said being gross earlier, but like, um, you know, the joke is like, you know, oh, you're anime trash, like you're garbage or whatever, like is for some reason, like, an anime thing. But, um... Is like, it? Yeah, like, it's, like... Uh, Your anime like, trash? So, That's like, thing? like, weeb trash. Like, oh, like, as... On my Instagram, I describe myself as weeb trash. It's totally a thing. Like, wow. people will be, like, actual garbage can as, like, a descriptor. Yeah. It's, like... Wait, wait, where's it come from, though? It's like, more of, like, a joke than anything else, because, like, weeb used to be um, more of, like, a... Sort of like how nerd and geek kind of used to be like really negative. I okay. feel like weeb used to be really negative also. And now we're like, no, like I'm totally weeb trash. Like I'm definitely that thing. Okay. Do I need to <laughs> literally Google weeb because I'm doing that right now? Yeah, you could do that. Because it's I'm... short for weeaboo. <laughs> weeb is a person that's not Japanese but wishes they were. 
Sure. That's what it says. I mean, that works. They're obsessed with Japanese culture. Isn't that yeah. just an otaku? Like, uh, is so, it like, like nerdy Otaku being... is kind of like the elitist version of a weeb, I feel like. This is too confusing. I'm sorry. I'm confusing you. Hey, welcome to anime class. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> I'm learning a lot more right now. But... Here's the funny, because I started with anime before it was like a... Like thing? Like, oh, so you're like an anime hipster is what you're oh, saying. Oh, no. I didn't, the way I said that. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go this time. I usually kick people off the show, but now I'll go. No, no, no. I like watch Shakira. You know what I mean? Like in old school stuff. Like I definitely heard Shakira, not Akira. I definitely and I was watched like, Shakira because her hips. Hello. I, don't, I was like. Don't watch Shakira. Wait, Shakira's an anime? I yeah, mean, She okay. could be. Anything can be an anime. But no, Akira, you know, like just like old <laughs> yeah. films or whatever. And like, so there was never, it. If, if, if anything, it was actually pretty nerdy to watch anime right. when I was growing up. Oh, absolutely. Because they're like, what are you doing? I mean, even when I was in, um, in like elementary and middle school, like back when Pokemon and Sailor Moon and Yu-Gi-Oh! and like Dragon Ball Z, like it was still kind of like a nerdy thing, especially as you got like older and people are still watching anime it was like mm, you're you're a nerd right you know but it's like whatever dude i'm proud to be a weeb i'm gonna be right? weeb all over the there place there you go yeah i'm, I'm a weeber yeah that's i don't not, i don't think that's the term i'm making yeah. it a term you can you can try i'm a weeber hashtag it. weeber Carlos is a weeber uh that's silly and ridiculous <laughs> hey we have uh birthdays that are uh really similar mm-hmm. like when was yours um mine was actually yesterday september 30th i was 26 uh, oh, yeah, the 20. I thought you asked me how was 26, and I was like, Oh, oh how not- was 26? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> no, mine was yeah. 26, and yours is 30th, so, so I don't know. Libras, right? Libras, yeah, 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 that's a thing. So, like, everybody else who's not a Libra, whatever, yeah, definitely. There's actually a lot of people that I've been meeting who are in, um, in like that September time frame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like everybody that I've talked to recently, it's almost like, Yeah, oh, yeah, I have a birthday too, and I'm just like, Where did you come? <laughs> Speaking of where you're from, that's a great segue. Yeah. You are in Seattle now. Yes. But you were in California. Yeah, I am born and raised in the uh, just north of the San Francisco Bay Area. Oh, you were born there. I didn't know yeah. that. Either. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. My whole family is there. So what did you live in the like SF proper, like in the downtown um, at all? Or? I have lived in SF proper for a time, but... um. Like, I am actually from Sonoma County, which is like oh, two I know counties Sonoma. away. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, wine country. Wine country. Yeah, it was really bad because I didn't like, and I still don't really like wine, which is kind of really taboo when you grow up in wine country. Um, you were an outcaster. I, you were a wine weeb. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Can I, was, I say that? Sure. Okay. Why not? Uh, wine not. Exactly. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's definitely what but I said. I definitely had a sidecar. Um, so Sonoma, didn't they have the fires there? They did, yeah. yeah. Was yeah. everybody okay? Everybody in my life was okay. They didn't lose anything, but they were also too poor to have anything to lose. <laughs> so now it's just right. an even playing field. Right, um, right, right, right. But uh, but yeah, they did definitely have friends who like you know lost their homes, and it was pretty oh, yeah. sad. Um, you know, but the silver lining is the guy who owns uh, Safari West, which is like a really really cool. Um, safari like it's it's what it sounds like it's a safari out in wine country you pay like something like two hundred dollars or something but they put you on those jeeps that are like actual safari jeeps with like the two tiers and they have like all kinds of animals that they um you know like that couldn't be they're like rehabilitating them or whatever but like 
um, they can't go back to the wild, so they're just caring for them. Interesting. Um, but they have, like, rhinos and, like, ostriches and cape bu- buffalo, which are actually horrifying. Like, What's a cave buffalo? A cape buffalo cape is buffalo. In, um, in Africa. They have... It's just a buffalo with, like, big horns, and you can actually, like, Google a YouTube video. I guess they can, like, buck you and, like, throw you, like, 12 feet into the air. Like, they're one of the most deadly animals in And they're in the Sonoma, Sonoma County. And, well, yeah. Like, they have them in the Safari West. But it's, like, wow. they, they're they just really aggressive. Like, they want to protect their young and stuff. But the people who own the place are really cool. And that was totally protected, and, and all the animals were, like, fine and stuff. Okay. Um, I'm, I actually have, like, mad respect for the guy that owns it because— he ended up focusing all of his efforts on making sure that that place was safe. And he ended up losing his home oh. because he was, like, taking care of the animals. And I'm, like, mad respect for you. Yeah. What's the name of his place? It's, Do you know? Uh, Safari West is Safari the, West the is place. Safari West is the name of it. Okay. Yeah. Because it's just, like, a dot .com or Google? Yeah. They, yeah, you West. can absolutely Google it. It's cool. in a – officially, it's in Calistoga. Um, and okay. like I said, they have all kinds of cool stuff. And like, I, I saw baby zebras. I, I saw, had no idea that was out there. I saw That's a crazy. baby zebra walk for the first time. Oh my goodness. Like it had just been born. That, okay. Let's just talk about that for a half a second. <laughs> Horses and zebras. It's all that, whatever that family is of, yeah. of animal, which I don't know. Yeah. Me neither. Um, they just come out fully formed. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's a mammal They're thing. Like, yeah, it's a mammal thing. <laughs> They're like, you know what? I'm fine. Never mind. I'll walk. Well, you want to know good. the craziest thing is giraffes have a five-foot drop when they're born. Yeah. Oh. I used to be really, really into Animal Planet. So, like, <laughs> and giraffes used to be my favorite animal. So, giraffes will actually fall five feet when they're born. So, um... Like, not all giraffes survive because they'll, like, literally break their neck when oh, they're born. Oh, that's depressing. Um, well, no, but then, like, if you... So now every giraffe that you see, see. that's alive is, like, a survivor and is super they dope. They made it, yeah. So you worked at Maker for a little while. Yeah, not uh, not very long, but, yeah, it was short-lived. <laughs> how was that? Um, I actually got hired in um, during the acquisition because I'm not sure if you are familiar, but they got uh, bought by Disney and they actually no longer exist. Oh, shit, um, really? Maker is now Disney Digital, and um, last year they laid off something like 80 to 120 people. Like, they, they laid off most of their staff. Um, but, like, every for the most part, part, everybody that I know either still works there or has someplace better, um, you know, because it is such a resume booster because it was a very well-known company for yeah. the time. Um, but, yeah, it was really cool. I met a lot of really cool people. Um, it was definitely uh, a good experience for me, but I would not necessarily recommend an MCN to anybody out there who because mm, it's looking trouble. For it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember they did that Maker Fair too. Were you ever a part of that or no? Um, there was like a kind of a, a, a conference or an event where they like had a bunch of Maker stuff at like somewhere in California. I want to say. Um, I don't, you, you might not know that. I don't necessarily know about that. I know that. Maker Studios had. Um, I think it was separate from the studios. That's it's probably possible. Why. Yeah, it's yeah. Maker Fair. I think it still happens. Oh, a Maker Fair is different from Maker Studios because when we were at D twenty three, people kept coming up and asking because I I used to help like um, work booths and like um, I was like an event coordinator, so I did event stuff. Right. Um, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, is this like a maker shop where you can like go and." Because that's like a term for, you know, technically I'm a maker, you know, because I make costumes and um, 
they they were talking about some Maker Fair, so I think that maybe that's what that is. But, so it's separate because um, Maker Fair is an event created by Make Magazine, is what it says here. On oh, YouTube. yeah, I so don't know what that totally is. Different. I think it's totally separate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this confused because when I heard Maker Studios, I thought being in California that it was part of the Maker. No, thing. yeah. So Maker Studios was a um, a YouTube management company, basically. Okay, so it was yeah. like a talent agency, but for YouTubers. Machinima um, style kind of way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So like Machinima, full screen, uh, curse, all those. I got courted by full screen. Oh, did you? Ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, I don't know. You want like a bunch of my stuff? Right? Yeah. MCMs confused. in general, for, like unless you're making the big bucks and you don't want to manage your own stuff, I don't really feel like it's super beneficial. Right. Um. You know. But and it's funny because that's actually how I got my start when I was. Uh, we we're talking pre-podcast about. Stuff I did in California. Yeah. Um, a lot of those shows that I did were basically the creation or the beginning of an MCN. Yeah. Um, it's like a network of shows, and there was like in-house shows, and then there was third-party shows. So was, was it we kind doing. of like a Geek and Sundry? Or yeah, it okay. was it was Geek and Sundry and and all that stuff before those. Yeah. It was called Mevio, the company. Okay. And they worked. Uh, we were similar to Revision Three, if you ever heard of them. Rev Three. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So it was all that same time period, and we were just like, yeah, we had a bunch of shows that we did in house. Yeah. And then we did a bunch of shows that we you know contracted out. Okay. And those people we worked with and stuff like. So it worked. It just it was it's always about and it still is about you know how you want to respect your creators totally and how much money you're going to give them totally and how much you're going to destroy them oh when my it comes gosh. to those percentages this reminds me so hardcore of patreon right now <laughs> which by the way you hold on hold on it is patreon.com slash koopakins it's true that's your patreon <laughs> that's my patreon i looked it up so if you're looking for anything um boudoir or lewd content, or you just want to be a cool person and help support me. That's a bet. That's... Yeah, she should do that. Because <laughs> like supporting people is really important. It's true. Because all of us that create stuff, we want to do it because we love it. Absolutely. And uh, and everybody out there who's watching who does the same thing yeah. is doing it because they just feel compelled that they have to. Right. Like when I don't do something creative for uh, a couple of days even, I start going crazy. I yeah. get so irritable. It's kind of absurd like when you think about it how much it affects like your being your existence when you don't have that creative outlet you know and it can be anything from you know just drawing like doodling or coloring or something to making a full outfit or whatever you know but um i i never used i always used to think that i was um because i'm technically an accountant as oh we we just talked about that pre-podcast um and so like i always was on that path and I was like under the mindset that I like wasn't creative at all and that I couldn't be creative because society kind of pushes this ideal that you are either really creative and crafty or you're really smart and that they don't really coexist. Mm. You know what I mean? And so I had kind of always thought like, well, everybody says that I'm smart. I'm doing really well in school. So that's where I need to be going. Um, And then once I started doing more creative stuff, I started getting into cosplay. I was like, no, this is what I really like. I don't really want to be doing that stuff, you yeah. know? Um, and so I think that that's really interesting, too, because I was influenced by, like, societal expectations, I guess. Um, and and like, you're really good at accounting, accounting then. Like, you can, like, fucking account the shit up of stuff. I mean, accounting is basically just, like, a math lawyer. So, uh... 
Yes and no. I, <laughs> once upon a time, I was very knowledgeable, but I have not necessarily kept up with the uh, research required. I can bookkeep like no other. Ooh, yeah. that's important. <laughs> I tell you what, though, it's funny because now with the digital era, yeah. there's so much stuff that just gets like done in software. Oh, yeah. Well, right? I mean, yes and no. Like, There's a lot of human entry that needs to happen, so a lot of times it's like um, making sure that there aren't credit card people just like randomly charging stuff and like right you know you need um, eyeballs still. exactly yeah because yeah. yeah, you can't trust those dang machines oh dang machines they don't know what they're doing yeah i love that voice by the way oh thanks um <laughs> so okay so patreon.com slash kubikins but patreon actually was an sf when they were created oh I really met, like what's his butt I don't even know. I always forget his name. I met him and is. I forget his name is. But uh, uh, but I met them and I was at like a show. Him and his lady have like do band stuff. They do music stuff. Oh okay. And they were incredible and really friendly and nice. Yeah. And they're like, we're gonna do this thing where we just like help creators create things. Yeah. And I was like, literally at a show and they were like launching it. I was like, this is gonna change fucking everything. Right. Because it's a place to do it. That being said. After it got caught on and yeah. after everybody in the world said, like, I should do that, too, it's would you consider it too crowded of a market now? And like, I don't necessarily think it's too crowded of a market. I think that Patreon, like, as a company, needs to figure out what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> because as a creator, and this is very prevalent in the cosplay community, because if you're a cosplayer, almost every cosplayer has a Patreon. Cosplay is really expensive, especially right. if you want to do it... Um, I'm not going to say right because it's it's like I don't want to be that person who's like, this is the right way. This is the wrong way. But like the way that I want to cosplay, I want to make things that look really, really authentic. Like my next big, big project is going to be Anastasia's Once Upon a December gown. But I want to do it like with upholstery fabric, with like really, right. really intricate like fabric a princess would wear, not just like a yellow dress that's you know, $6 a yard. Yeah. I want to make it look expensive and that costs money. <laughs> yeah, totally. So like, these are all like physical goods you have to get. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then like, if you make a mistake, you have to get more, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, people don't so, talk about mistakes in cosplay. Oh, that see, happens a lot. Eh? It, well, yeah. Especially when you're like teaching yourself, you know what I mean? And like part of the reason that I was streaming a lot of my cosplay on Twitch back when I did that was you know, there's a lot of barriers to entry to cosplay, and I really don't like that. Like, I wanted to cosplay for a really long time before I actually did. Um, and, like, even, you know, my friend Super Pixel, Pixel Girl wanted to cosplay, but she was really afraid of the community in cosplay. And I've not heard that, or and I have heard that from a lot of other people. Like, it's a very common theme like a lot of people want to get into it but they're afraid of the community because there are kind of two different people in the community there are the people who are like cosplays for everybody and then there are the people who are like you have to cosplay only characters that you look like only uh. characters with your body type you have like they have all of these like really stupid internal rules yeah who are those people uh, and so like it's just like I like I think that cosplay should be something that's fun. Like I would love to turn cosplay into a career, but ultimately like I'm going to treat it like a career because I want to turn it into that. But ultimately like it's a fun thing and it should be fun. And yeah. if you're going to be um pick essentially picking on people who are trying to get into cosplay because you like have these weird ideals that you want to 
like push on other people like it's just silly and so I really wanted to create a space where people could come and ask questions and like get into the community and like um kind of show people that you do you do make mistakes like I make mistakes all the time all the time right like there are probably a bazillion twitch clips of me like cussing because I did something wrong and I have to rip the seam and I have to re-sew it and especially if it's a fabric where you can't really rip a seam without destroying the fabric like that's where like more money would come in you know what I mean so it's definitely um you know it's a learning experience and it it's a lot of fun but mistakes always happen and um what my grandpa says is it's not a mistake if you learn from it is that how he says it in that voice um can we do it again just do do it in his voice oh god i don't he's like it was probably pretty close i like i like how that was i mean he's from new york so he kind of has a new york accent let me tell you (laughs) i talk like that yeah he talks just like that so so what was the saying again (laughs) it's not a mistake if you learn from it it's not a mistake if you learn from it all right yeah come on it's kind that's pretty close all right yeah We'll talk later. Have them call me up. Have them call me up. No, I really appreciate that. And I don't appreciate the people who say it has to be done a certain way. Because that is ridiculous in every, any art form. Totally. Um, we have There's a game that I did social media for that some people watching know. Uh, it was called Lifeline. Okay. It's an incredible series of interactive fiction games. Uh-huh. And in that, the main character, Taylor, didn't have a gender or race or anything. Okay. And what was fun about that is everybody did artwork and fan art any oh, way they wanted. That's you kind know? of like um, I haven't personally listened to the Adventure Zone, but that's super popular. Right. And like Taco's character, I see a lot of cosplays at cons, and they're always so diverse and unique. But all I also can always like your Taco. I haven't listened oh, to the podcast, yeah. but I know the character because. Um, it's like an elf character with an umbrella and a big like witch hat, but then like everybody will add their own flair right. to it and yeah, stuff, yeah. and it's really cool to see. So it's kind of like that. Yeah, I dig <laughs> it. I mean, like it, it allows you to put your own thing on it. Exactly. You know? And again, at the end of the day, not to get too heavy, but I feel like that's all we want. Like human beings want connection. Absolutely. Right. We want we find connection through entertainment, which is this podcast, and all the different shows and games we play and books we read. All those things are doing is connecting us. Totally. Like, I write a book about something, and you're like, and you read it, and you're like, oh, yeah. Right. I, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah. I've had that kind of I thing. I relate happen. to that thing yeah. that's happening. So, um, yeah, totally. All right, so moving on. That's awesome. Cosplay is rad. Uh, Jack Conti is the guy's name who oh. started uh, Patreon. I met him and his lady, and they were uh, both fucking awesome. And I really appreciate what they did and, and created that whole process uh, for people to make money on the stuff they love doing. But they still need to get their shit together. But also, Jack, how to get your shit together. <laughs> and he's not listening anyhow. It's okay. Um, so let's talk about, um, I wanted to bring this story up. Because yeah. talking to you on the internet a little bit, Twitter, uh, cosplay, thinking about cosplay, I was thinking about things that I've done where um, I've like kind of changed my persona. Yeah. When I was a kid, this story's never been told on the show before. Oh, yeah. But I just thought about it today. Me and my brother would do this thing called we're going to play we're the men now let me explain okay it's like we're saying we're going to play the characters that we watch in shows or like cartoons and stuff okay so i think what we call that we're the men is because i grew up in the time of night rider okay and dukes of hazard okay and this is my age magnum pi that's super old. And uh, and uh, and Voltron and stuff like that. And X-Men. 
And so we would like go out in the backyard and like be the characters. Yeah. And like do like mini plays almost. Aww. Like of the like the thing or whatever. You yeah. Know? And then I realized at some point, this is all like memories come back to you. I got to twelve or thirteen or fourteen, and my brother still wanted to play it. He's six years younger. Than oh. Me. And he goes, I want to play Where the Men. And I was like, I don't. <laughs> and then my mom would be like, Carlos. Because she wants him out of my out of her hair, probably right. Right. Cross, go in the backyard and play where the men with Joe. I don't wanna. <laughs> that's like I'm past where the men. <laughs> but that's a, that's a funny story. I just we play yeah. characters in the backyard. Did you ever do something like that? Like you play it um, as a character. I was actually like a hardcore tomboy as a kid, so um, I. Didn't actually make my first female friend until I was in, like, fourth grade, aside from my mom's best friend's daughter. Um, But did you go out in the back by yourself and do, like, little stories? I caught, like, frogs. Okay. And I um, accidentally killed them. Okay, wait, hold on. (laughs) Never mind. My my line of question is over. (laughs) I thought I was going to get some sort of through line here, and it just went way off the rails. Well, I caught frogs and I killed them. No, I didn't mean to. Not purposely. (laughs) I didn't understand the greenhouse effect. Well, how'd you? Now I want to know how'd you kill them. I put it. I put them in a soda bottle, and I didn't understand the greenhouse effect. Whoa! But soda bottle, like a big one. No, like a two liter, and they were like tiny frogs. Okay, baby frogs. Um, Put them. Okay, I get it. And like my parents wouldn't let me bring them out in the house, so I left them outside, and I didn't understand the greenhouse effect. So you cooked the frogs. So I cooked the frogs. I felt really bad. I feel bad here. (laughs) (laughs) This was like. Two uh, decades ago, if it makes you feel any better. It doesn't make me feel better. We're moving on. <laughs> oh. Hi, I'm Koopakin's frog murderer. <laughs> I know. Maybe I'll cut it. Maybe I won't. I won't cut it. Uh, let's talk about um, stuff we're into. What are you into right now, like uh, entertainment-wise? Um, oh, boy. So My Hero Academia I was talking about. Right. We gotta, um, I got to watch that. You really do. Oh, my gosh. If you like X-Men, you will love My Hero Academia. Right. I hear it's all about... Um, Hey, can you make it? Yeah, you can. That what? doesn't make any sense. And I love how our audience member was like, I don't know what you mean. Let me explain. I'll leave. I normally kick people off the show, but I've kicked myself off the show twice. Twice. Yeah, this is my show now, apparently. I know. Uh, so what I mean by that is, like, it's one of those animes where, like, hey, is the main character going to make it? And beat the bad guys and get better at being awesome. Got yeah. It. Okay. Because yeah. like, I feel like there's a lot of animes that do that. Yeah. So basically, all anime are like my magical high school. You know what I mean? Like it's either like a sports anime, um, or it's like my anime high school, which basically like they're all high schoolers. They're all magical in some kind of way, uh, and. Yeah, like, and then you have, like, Yuri on Ice, which is just uh, really amazing ice skating men who secretly want to have sex with each other. Wait, I don't know that one. Okay, yeah. Yuri on Ice? Yuri on Ice, yeah. Mm. So I guess a lot of people also, um, I found this out, like, two days ago, because it never occurred to me. So Yuri is actually, like, um, there's Yuri and Yaoi, and Yaoi is, like, boy boy. on boy, and then Yuri is girl girl. Oh. And so they thought that it was, like, some lesbian, like ice skating thing and it's not um it's actually more along the lines of yahweh but it's like not like 
it's not explicit and it's not it's more hinted at than anything else if that okay, makes sense okay um but also ice skating but also ice skating and <laughs> i i actually used to ice skate so for me it's like really cool to see um and the art style is is like ghibli style art style oh, I so love that style, the yeah. um the animations are just so detailed i mean like the detail I, I should say is is ghibli style of detail because not all anime is drawn that um that well yeah like it's drawn or, well i would say but not and, that and certain quality. styles one of the first things i saw was uh warriors of the wind when i was I growing up that. and that's nataka valley of the wind i think is the actual japanese version of it um but that's like princess mononoke all that okay. style yeah but it was like i think one of the first films from that from Got them it. and that yeah that style just felt so different than a lot of the other anime i was watching i grew totally. up with voltron which is very like cookie cutter you know basic yeah and uh, when you started doing like the different animations and different feel like akira yeah felt totally different to me because yeah. like just the way the fluidity of have the animation have you seen uh red line i haven't i'm gonna write these down uh, red, red line so red line is actually like a movie um netflix where is it uh i always go to netflix first which is weird because i like, like google it and okay, then I Google. find a streaming site. Oh, let's talk about that. Um, we'll talk about that after. You can find anything for free on the internet. Can you? <laughs> There's this thing called torrenting, too, by the way. I mean, but I'm okay that's with illegal. It. Oh, is it? But but streaming stuff. Oh, is it? Technically. It's like. Oh, gray is it, area. though? We could go there. Because I don't, I have a thing. Wow, there's a lot. There's a lot of audience member. <laughs> we have one audience member doing a lot of motions. He has at a us. lot of good reactions. It's true. So, Redline is a 2009 film. Yeah, it's really good. Science fiction auto racing anime. It's really good. I'm into it. It's really so good. So, you just use the internet and find it and you'll watch it. Yeah, it'll be great. Anime is great. I love it. Have you ever seen Paprika? I have not. There's, there's one for you. Okay, great. It's about uh, people, a woman who uh, is like a counselor, and she goes into people's dreams. Ooh. So there's an old 80s film, which most people listening don't know, but it's called Dreamscape. Okay. That's a great film, so go find that somewhere on the internet. And in that film, the person, kind of a psychiatrist, scientist, whatever, goes into other people's dreams. Got it. It's a movie. And this is the first, like... You know, other thing that feels like that where like she really goes in and is like whoa this is like fucked up in here right and it's like Kinda it's almost scary inception only yes. like yeah yeah but it's like it's definitely scary right because it because you feel real uncomfortable with the stuff she finds in people's heads i mean that's fair that's that's how it should be honestly right because like, our heads are crazy yeah. i'm sure everybody has stuff that they like don't verbalize that is just super messed up we're jumping all over the place, but it's true. real quick, I want to ask you because we touched on it. How do you find new stuff? So you, you you talked about these animes. People should check out those ones that you mentioned. But how do you find stuff if you're like, okay, I'm going to find some new stuff to check out? Um, how do you do it? So I have the only thing that I have um, right now is Hulu in terms of like paid subscription services. So I'll like scroll through Hulu, see what they have. If there's nothing that catches my fancy. Um, ask friends for recommendations or you know i have like a long list of stuff that i need to watch too so it really depends on what i'm feeling i guess i just started watching last night the first which is a hulu exclusive um it's not an anime it's just like um live action uh sci-fi type thing yeah i think i know that is yeah what's the main guy um the guy who played harvey milk 
Yeah, it's Sean Penn. Yep, there you go. Yes. That guy. I was excited about that. How How is that? It's really good, but it's definitely... So I'm kind of a scaredy cat, and the it's got, like... The tone is very dark, I feel like. Um, and so, like, last night at 1 in the morning when I was going to bed, I was like, I need to put something else on to put me in a different, like, tonal space before right. I go to bed. Yeah. It's not that it was, like, necessarily scary, but you know how, like, sometimes when you watch things that are... Because it's definitely... Um, without giving anything away, like morbid. Um, Unsettling. Yeah, exactly. It's really, really interesting. I'll, I'll say it deals with death. And so, like, it's it's definitely, like, real-life heavy stuff. Yeah. Um, but the, well, What's the sci-fi angle, then? So the, the story is that um, it centers around the first, um, like, ship that is sent to essentially start colonizing Mars. Okay, I'm listening. Um, right? Yeah. And so um, I'm only three episodes in, but uh, the sci-fi stuff isn't super in-depth. It's more just sprinkled throughout. and Because it's set, I think the time was 2033. So it's like not super far right. into the future it's just a little bit like it's in our lifetime and so there are just subtle differences that you notice like self-driving cars and like stuff like that um that's pretty cool and um i'm really really excited to get more into the space portion of it if that makes sense because they haven't left in episode three or something like i mean just yeah, not really. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of, um, I mean, Lost comes to mind. We talked about that on the yeah. show before. But, like, there's a lot of stuff that has these elements of, like, supernatural, almost back to yeah, anime, where it's yeah. like something's going on. Yeah. But also the human drama is really yeah. what's pushing the story along. Totally. I think that really is kind of an analogy to the anime stuff because it's like Persona. Do you ever play Persona? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So my ringtone is Persona 5. Nice. I love Persona. Obsessed. I've cosplayed um, more Persona characters probably than any other video game. Cool. Yeah. And we'll put a link in the show notes to some of the pictures if you want. <laughs> cool. Uh, because, yeah, Persona is so – it's like that little world that you exist I love in. Per- I almost wore a Persona shirt, but then I was like – I almost wore my Tartarus shirt. From Persona 3, but then I was like, that's super niche. Nobody will know. <laughs> I think pretty much everybody watching would probably know. Awesome. That's okay. Oh. You, you come back on and you, you can wear something. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love I love the sci-fi um, stuff that does kind of focus around the drama. Yeah. Because then it's still there. And you know that right. like, at some point they're going to get to that like totally. crazy sci-fi stuff. Totally. Um, on YouTube, I'm watching this thing called uh, Love Gilda, which is about Gilda Radner, who is an early oh, SNL yeah, yeah. person. I know. Yeah, and it's really, really good. Really? Yeah. I, I was going to say this is kind of tied to the question I asked you, but I rented it on YouTube, and, like, that's a thing you can do. What? Right? You know what you... Okay, so there's actually something else that I've been doing recently. Um, I've been going to the library and renting movies there, which is super, actually, nostalgic for me because yeah. I used to rent movies all the time when I was, like, sick or, you know, with my family and... Wanting to do a like indoor movie night, and I'm definitely a hermit. Like I went to the movies last week to see the My Hero movie that was only airing one day, and I was like, "Man, I really wish I could have watched this in my own home." <laughs> nice. <Hey>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what theater was that at? Um, it was in Federal Way. Okay, but it's like those. It, the funny thing is, it's in those really nice like reclining chairs. But if I'm being honest, I just miss my dog. <laughs> it's really about that, then. Yeah, no. A lot of uh, a lot of theaters have kind of understood that we have incredible TVs at home. 
We have incredible systems and setups. Yeah. So that like you got to do something extra to have right. us come out. Absolutely. And be with strangers. Right. Why do I want to be with strangers? Yeah. You know, but if it's relaxing and you can order food. Right. And like one of the ones who go in Seattle, they just bring you drinks and food and like they're really quiet and they know how to do it. Right. Um, that makes it, you know, kind of worth, worth your while. Yeah. I mean, I definitely see the appeal of watching movies outside of your home. But I also like to watch movies not necessarily appropriately clothed. Okay. So, like... Learning a little bit more. Yeah. I don't As like clothes. some clothes. I mean, yeah, like, you know, lo- but, loose... But, you know, loose-fitting loose clothes. Fitting clothes. Yeah, yeah, like, I just don't necessarily... Pajama bottoms are amazing. I mean, it's true. I basically live in those. Or, like, boxers are great. I don't. I don't wear those. Okay, I mean, yeah. if you're only wearing boxers, like, especially in the summer, it's pretty uh, great. Oh, okay. In I the winter, I'm, though, I'm all about those, like, fleece or flannel. Like, right, yeah. Heck of warm. I live in the pajama bottom world. Like, yeah. as soon as I get home, I'm like, okay, get out of here, pants. Right? Oh, my and gosh. And something else has got to come on. Okay, let's make a theater that you can wear your pajama bottoms. Right? Because that'd be great. Well, I mean, like, technically you can. It's just I feel like it would be kind of oh, I've frowned worn upon. Out. Yeah, that's true. I've worn them Because, like, I definitely... Um, you know, I share a car, and so if I need the car, I will drive my spouse to work, and then I'll be like, mm, I want a coffee or I want a whatever, and I'll go get that. Like, I have no shame. I don't oh, care. Oh, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Life's too short to care. Seriously, though. Um, check out Love Guild if you like SNL and Gilda Radner. It's cool because you can rent it, and it's $7, and again, you can stay home and wear your pajama bottoms. There you go. What a what Live in the that dream. Is. I know. Uh, and then also I want to tell you about that I mentioned to you on Twitter. Um, Nintendo made another free mobile game. Yeah. Called Dragalia. And what is that about? It's an action RPG. Oh. Right? You can play with one hand. So you're like, you have your phone and you go boom, 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 and kind of just tap for attacks. Huh. And slide for moving. Weird. And it's really relaxing and pretty fun. Yeah. And I haven't hit like any paywall yet because, you know, like some of those ones were right. like, you know, free. Huh. But it feels like pretty darn good because I don't remember this, but I, like two, three years ago, they said, like, oh, yeah, we realize we've got to do mobile games. Right. Because they were so like stickler about, no, we're just 3DS or, yeah. two, you know, Nintendo DS. And so now they've done doing that. They've done a couple. Right. I know the Animal Crossing one was huge for a yeah. minute, but, or in the, for the a minute. me, what was that meat? Me. Well, Pokemon Go is huge. Well, Pokemon Still. Go technically is a Nintendo, though. They right. licensed they that license out. They yeah. Um, but they did like a, a oh, Miitomo? Miitomo? Mi- is that what right? It, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, there's something And that was me. cool for a hot minute, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like... um, I feel like the uh, the Animal Crossing one was really popular for a minute. Um, but like, I don't see a whole lot about it on Twitter anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's what I'm gauging it off of is when it first came out, everybody and their brother was like, Oh my God, Animal Crossing. Right. I need your, your friend code or whatever the hell it oh, is. Oh, because you know? people I don't do know. that still. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's funny because the same thing happened with the Super Mario Brothers game. Remember that was a mobile game and everyone was like, we all got to play that. And then we're like, Oh, that's not very fun. Cause yeah. you just tap the button for him to jump. And Oh, was it, was it like a carbon copy of Flappy Bird or whatever? Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He would like auto run and just go. And that's then obnoxious. To, like, yeah. It was really yeah. Stupid. 
Uh, okay, anyway, so check out Dragalia, though, because I think it's pretty good. Yeah? It's a free Nintendo game, and it, it doesn't make me feel awful about myself. That's good. Yeah. Not feeling awful about yourself is pretty good, I, I feel like. I love the lowest barrier entry that right? was. Right? Listen, this game doesn't make me feel awful. Yeah. You should probably check it out. This this game doesn't make me want to stop living. So. Uh, are you a Harry Potter person at all? Yes. Fantastic Beasts? Oh, my God. Have yes. you seen a new trailer for uh, The Crimes of Grindelwald? I haven't seen the if there's, like, a newest, newest one. Um, I am super excited. So I'm actually a Hufflepuff, and Newt's Commander is a Hufflepuff, and everybody made fun of Hufflepuffs until fin- Fantastic Beasts came out, and then everybody else was like, uh, I guess I'm a Hufflepuff, and I'm okay with it now. Uh, nice, <laughs> so, yeah. But, like, I really, really dig um, the world building of the story and how it focuses a lot more on that aspect of it um not super fond of johnny Depp. yeah everybody doesn't you know it's funny because the new trailer has not him in it really he's literally in like one second so it's not that i don't like johnny Depp. it's just i've always been kind of a stickler for like famous people like I feel like if you're famous enough to where when I see you in a movie, I'm like, oh, that's Johnny Depp. Right. You shouldn't be in a movie. Yeah. You're too famous to be in a movie because you're no longer the character you're portraying. Right. You're Johnny Depp. Denzel Washington is Denzel Washington. Like, he shows up in a million movies about, like, I'm going right. to get him. You know, right. And he goes and gets him because no, exactly. Denzel Washington is going to get him. Well, and I feel and like so... there are a couple people that I would give a pass to, like Christopher Walken. Okay. Oh, come on. I'll watch anything with I'll Christopher watch anything Walken with in it. Yeah. Um, who else? Like, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Samuel L. Jackson. Right. I'll watch anything. He's with also Samuel just L. Sam Jackson. Yeah. No, absolutely. He's Nick Fury too, though. He's he's pretty good. Yeah. At, like I kind of put him in my mind as Nick Fury. But, yeah. There you go. Um, I will say this. Um, yeah, Johnny Depp. I liked in so many things, like Fear right. and Loathing Las Vegas. Oh my gosh, yeah, incredible. Yeah. But like you said, he's done so many things now. It's like, okay, I'm just thinking about him as that. Yeah. And this world that they created, like you said, is yeah. so good. Absolutely. I really was impressed by Fantastic Beasts. So same. I think uh, everyone should go check it out. It's going to come out in November or something. I think. Yeah. No, I want to say it's like November 15th or something. Yeah. Um, what I'm also really excited for is Venom. I don't know if you. Yes. Yeah, that comes out next week, and I next week. Yeah. Yeah, October 5th. Holy October crap. 5th. It looks so good, though. Yeah, they did and some pretty like, cool computer graphics. That... I just really like how, like, so whatever the to- Toby McGuire, is that his yeah. name? Okay. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I'm, like, making that name up for some reason. Topher McGuire. Right? Like, I'm like, I don't Topher know. Topher Grayson, Toby McGuire. But yeah. um, I haven't seen the movie in forever, but I just remember being like, okay, so now he's emo, like, whatever. And it was weird. But this one, I feel like they're doing it right, and it's they're making it very clear, like, no, they're two different, like, beings, but, right. like, symbiotically coexisting. Totally. And I really enjoy that concept, um, and I really, you know, the graphics are freaking amazing. I know. And I just, I love how they're kind of making it more of, like, a thriller. Um, you know, like, in the trailer, they're like, I found I hope something. So. Yeah, I, like, ho- I hope it stays that way, because yeah. trailers can do that. Oh, I know. Oh, go. I very much know. Yeah. But... Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to go into it with not high hopes, but like, I think it'll be a fun romp. Worst case scenario. You know what I mean? Well, we talk about this on the show a lot about, uh, shows, about movies, uh, and even about anything else content wise that 
we don't want to say low expectations, right? But just temper those expectations. No, absolutely. You know, because then when you do that, you're like, whoa. Here's a good example, and I've already mentioned it on the show twice, so I apologize for everybody who listening. <laughs> but Maniac on Netflix is I don't incredible, know what that is. and I went in just look it up. Okay. Maniac, Maniac Netflix. Uh, I went in with like I know who the directors, I know who the people who are writing on it. I am excited, but I'm just going to let myself be like, this might be okay. Totally. And it was really good. That's awesome. So it's it's a lot of times it's about expectations. Absolutely. So. I totally agree with that. Um, you know, like DC movies, I'm probably going to hate. Although I will say, oh my gosh. Okay, so Aquaman I, though? So Aquaman is my favorite actually DC hero and always has been. I know nobody likes Aquaman, but um, <laughs> like, so like my... My full name is Ariel, and like oh. my so like Ariel, like the Little Mermaid, Got and I was it. like, okay, like I was always very aquatic themed. I guess I don't know. Um, Do you ever have aquatic birthdays with like like a like a mermaid cake? No. Okay, because I feel like you should have. I mean, really, it's a missed opportunity. Although yeah. I do want to do um, eventually. If I ever get enough money, I want to get one of those like silicone mermaid tails and do like a legit mermaid shoot. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I want to, I want to like actually uh, get monster clay, and I'm going to sculpt prosthetics. So instead of like just having like a bra top, I'm gonna right. do make like starfish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like make it look legit and like you know airbrush oh, it, get cool. right yeah. one day. Like, and then they'll ask you to be in the Aquaman two movie. Probably, yeah. That's how that works. That's how it works. <laughs> you just make a good enough cosplay, and they're like, "Well, that was pretty good. Why don't you be in the next film?" Right. So you're excited about that DC film? Oh, that's oh yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't but. know if I'm gonna see it uh, like in theaters because I don't really want to waste my money because I know it's gonna be bad. Um, like DC films are always really shitty. Yeah. But and which is unfortunate because I really do like DC characters more actually than Marvel characters. But Marvel definitely creates better content, so I end up being more excited about like you know. Marvel stuff like Venom and yeah. you know, Infinity War and they just spend so much money. Marvel yeah. like just like is like listen, we're just gonna spend a gazillion dollars, yeah. and make twelve hundred films. Well, I also think that they have good writers and they approach it correctly. Like uh, I just recently bit the bullet and I watched Suicide Squad for the first time ever, um, and I went into it with extremely low expectations. So did I. Yep. Uh, I was like, this is gonna be the worst thing that I've ever seen, but. You know, it'll probably be really fun to talk about. You know what I mean? I was like, this is this is purely like research, basically. And I watched it with my community, uh, those of them who actually wanted to suffer through it with me. Right. And the whole time I was just like, wait a minute, what now? Like, what is happening? I'm confused. And apparently it was um, edited by a trailer company. Yes, that's the and problem. And that was very evident in yep. the editing process. It's like it made a killer edit, which you talked about earlier. You can have an incredible trailer, right? Absolutely. There's a new Queen movie coming out that I'm really excited about. Oh my about. God, I'm going to die. I love that so I'm much. I'm going to die too. I'm so, We're both going to die. I love the char- or I love the actor that they chose oh, for Freddie Mercury. Uh, yeah, from Mr. Uh, Robot. Mr. Robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's going to kill. Oh, but he looks so much like him. And I I'm just know. Like, By the way, did the young people say, why do the young people, this is a quick tangent, why do people, young people say, We're, I'm dead? That's like a new thing, right? Yeah. Like when you, you can't even deal with it, you're like, I'm just, I'm dead. You're just, yeah, you're just so excited. 
excited that you're dying. You're like you're dying. you're so excited that you're gonna die now. Like you it's, can't you physically can't handle the excitement so morbid. that you're experiencing. Oh yeah, that's our whole generation is so morbid. Like, you know, um it's very uh depreciating jokes. Like, you know, I was like, Oh, it's gross, like, oh I'm weeb trash. Like that's a normalized uh, phrase now, but it started right. out as an, a, a sort of self-depreciating joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then there's, you know, the whole thing like, oh, I'd rather be dead than do that. Or like you're at work and like people are like, Just oh, if that happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just It's totally a theme of the generation. And honestly, it probably has to do with like how shitty society how the world's going that's a that's a discussion we have no time for right, but that's, that's a really cool right. discussion but um, and depressing at the same time absolutely to finish our thought editing and that movie i 100 percent agree with you editing can make a great trailer like the queen trailer right it can also fucking suck when it comes to a movie absolutely and so i think that's what that suffered absolutely with. because yeah. there was great characters i feel like it really could have been good yeah. had they yep. done it you know, correctly, but unfortunately, they, you know, it probably was cheaper to go with a, a yeah, but trailer she, studio. And with all that buildup, it just seems silly. All right. For real, though. We're going to hit questions and answers because right, uh, this is the it. end of the show. Questions and answers. These are the things that I just think about while I'm walking uh, because I walk everywhere. Oh, cool. Uh, I don't have a car. Yeah. Uh, new movie trailers. We were talking about that. Um, if you could live in any fictional reality, game, book, or movie, which one would it be and why? Mm, so the one that came like right to mind immediately was the My Hero Academia universe. Oh. But like, so the way the universe, just to sort of like give you an idea, everybody, well, 80% of the population is born with a quirk, which is essentially um, some sort of mutant ability. Um, so there's somebody who sweats uh, flame. Wait, wait, wait. That's their ability? They sweat? No, no. They, okay. they sweat flammable liquids, and they can make it explode. Whoa. So from their palms, they like their sweat is highly flammable, and they can like make it explode. Okay, okay. Um, somebody's quirk is that they have all the abilities that a frog has. Somebody's quirk is that um, they can create anything that they understand the molecular composition of. You know, like there's like yeah. a bunch of cool things like that. And then there are people who are quirkless, and everybody you know, things that they suck and it's really sad for them. Quirkless. <laughs> Quirkless. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, the percentage of the population that doesn't. And so it's like all about like hero society and like villains in the society. So it's kind of like X-Men in that sense because it's yeah. mutations, which they call quirks. And then, um, you know, heroes and villains are born from that. But I just, I really like the dynamic of it all. I think it's really interesting. Talking about it now, it would probably be kind of horrifying to live in. Um, <laughs> what would your What would your quirk be? You think? Oh God, I don't even know. Would you want a specific quirk, or? I feel like I would kind of just like to know. Like I would just like to see what I get. Um, but I would hope that it's something like somewhat useful. There's this one girl. Um, this is like kind of a spoiler, but also kind of not because she's hardly in it. She's more in the manga than anything else. Um, her name is Himiko Toga and she's a villain and her quirk, I, I like her quirk. I'm going to pick her quirk. Okay. It's, um, the amount you can transform into any person, uh, 
but like dependent on how much of their blood you consume. So like, oh, that's a vampire. So like, if you like, depending on how much of somebody's blood she consumes, she can transform into that person for a longer and longer period of time. So like, the more of somebody's blood that she has, and it's right. just she's just such a freaking crazy character. It's I. I really like heroes and I and then like really specific villains. It's weird. Just so you know, I think that's a vampire. I mean, <laughs> I mean, because like how much blood you consume is. By the way, do you ever see the? Oh, there's this movie called um, The Last Lovers Alive. I have not seen the that Last movie. Lovers Alive. Everybody on, listening, the last. I'm gonna make sure it's that. It's a, the, probably my favorite vampire movie. Got it. And I think no one's seen it. But uh, in that one, they're struggling with the idea that they have to kind of um, do this whole blood thing. The Last Lovers. Fair. Okay, so that's your thing. My Hero Academia is your answer. Yeah. And you're going to have the blood lust. Yep. Uh, Second question. Why do squirrels uh, cross the road when cars are coming? Um, They like to do it all the time. I don't think that squirrels are really cognizant of cars necessarily. I think that... You know, it's quite possible that squirrels wait for cars, um, but there are just so goddamn many of them. Uh, Not the squirrels, but the cars that they're just like, oh, fuck it. You know, like I need to get over there where my nuts are. (laughs) It's (laughs) true. They're going towards the nuts. They got it. I watched one today, and this is why this came up, and he clearly or she could have clearly waited because... The car, there's a stopping point when cars aren't going anymore. Right. I'm wondering if they have like a sense deprivation thing or something. Because I was like, he went right when the car was going and just made it. It's possible that like they just don't have the memory capacity to really like store that information. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like a lot of animals don't really understand unless it happens to them the consequences of getting hit by a car. Um, until it's too late. Until it's too late. And for a squirrel, like, when it's too late, you're dead. So so if your squirrels are listening to the podcast. Yeah, don't run in front of cars. Don't run it's in front really of cars. It's a really bad idea. It's, like, stupid. Yeah, it's really stupid. We're judging you for that right now. Oh, I'm judging all the squirrels. <laughs> and by the way, that squirrel that uh, I saw today made it. So yeah. So he's fine. So he's listening right now. Yeah. Or she. Yeah, I know. It could be he or she. Yeah. Are there, there's a lot of female squirrels. I wonder what the ratio is. I have no idea. It's probably close to 50-50 because that's, you know, like how nature tries to do things, I feel like. Patreon.com slash Koopakins. That's where you are. It's true. Where else are you on the internet? Uh, Twitter.com slash Koopakins. Instagram.com slash I'm Koopakins basically everywhere. Everywhere. Um, I'm revamping my YouTube. I used to be on Twitch. Um sort of a, a a short blurb about that like i just feel like twitch's like work life is really a negative environment like a lot of twitch streamers that i know they like stream you know five six seven days a week and they're not even making minimum wage but right. they're partnered and like i went out of town for two weeks and um i like didn't stream for those whole two weeks and i was like oh my god is this what real life is? Right. You know, and, and then like, also, like you said, uh, and even with this podcast, you know, we do maybe one or two shows a week, but right. if you don't keep that content up. Exactly. With with Switch, if you don't keep that content up every single day, pretty much, um, you lose your traction. And um, for me, like, that's just too toxic of an environment to work in because then it's like if you're sick, if you're whatever, like, and you 
feel like you don't want to stream like you have to really have cultivated a good community already like a good sizable community that um will like still be there if that makes sense um and like I just personally, like, I still talk to my community. I have a Discord and everything like that, and I super appreciate them. But also, like, I want to focus on cosplay and things that aren't going to drive me insane, like the Twitch algorithm. You know what I mean? Well, (laughs) the the Twitch and the YouTube algorithm that we're dealing with. You know, it's like this whole crazy thing. Um, well, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. to have you come back. Absolutely. And we'll talk more cosplay. Maybe when you get those... Uh, different outfit made the the this the mermaid. Oh gosh, that's gonna we can be a while. Do it in studio. There you go. Because that would be really interesting. <laughs> and awkward. I mean, probably yeah. Yeah, never mind. Um, and thanks for being here. And I'm Onawa on Twitter, O N A W A, and a lot of things pod is our Twitter, YouTube.com/slash/c/slash a lot of things. And thanks for watching and listening. Bye. Bye.